Hey, you love the show, right? Show off that love with a shirt from LoisRules.com or get your gimmick at BoxAgimmicks.com, the official store of What Happened When. Posters, hats, tumblers, accessories, and more. BoxAgimmicks.com. Thank goodness 2020 is finally behind us. Unfortunately, a lot of us put Christmas on a credit card and those bills, well, they're still in front of us. Here's a pro tip for you. Don't make a new year's resolution to save money. Just head over to SaveWithConrad.com right now. We make saving money fast and easy. Just ask Benji in Louisiana. He left us a five-star review and wrote, why did I wait so long? Process was very easy. No hard sell signed closing documents at my kitchen table. What about Jared up in Beeville, Texas? He says, this was a quick and easy process. First family was very helpful and easy to communicate with. They always got back to me in a timely manner. I would recommend first family to anyone. What about William in Gallatin, Tennessee? He says it was great working with Jimmy and the rest of Conrad's staff at first family who knew listening to grilling JR and something to wrestle could save me over 130 grand and seven years off of my loan with almost no increase in payment. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at savewithconrad.com. And here's the thing. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And we're licensed in more than 40 states. So what are you waiting for? If you've got credit card debt, it's not a matter of if we can save you money. It's a matter of how much. Find out right now for free and keep more of your own money at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Hurry to savewithconrad.com right now. Steven's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dip twinkle twinkle rose is here. But time is already running out because the brand new color sells out each year. Don't miss out. Imagine on Valentine's Day when she opens this really cool gift box and out slides a blue rose trimmed in gold. You know, the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets and you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. It's breathtaking. Go now to see this real 24-karat gold rose deeply dipped in pure 24-karat gold with petals in this unique and dazzling blue color that mimics the stars in the sky. Exclusively available at Steven Singer Jewelers. Real jewelers, real roses, really dipped in pure 24-karat gold with a real lifetime guarantee. It's always the number one Valentine's Day gift that lasts forever. It comes with your own free personal love note and ships fast and free to the real love of your life, your wife, daughter, or sweetheart, and it says, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's Famous Roses. Roses started only $59. Go right now to IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and Friends what they win, look Shivani's back again. World title split off, center stage Bischoff, Disney Hogan and Nitro, New World Order and the Crow, Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a lot, try not to laugh, lowest rules can't pass. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom's a good looking man. Quite like this. 
it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? What's up, Conrad? How you doing, bud? Man, better than I deserve. Long time no talk to. Glad to be with you. Good to be with you, too. I'm really excited about what we're doing. We've had some great feedback on the year 1986, and we're just getting started. And, and I do want to say this, that we've uh, so far we've had a very good show and then a an okay show, but that's the way 86 was, and that's the way Jim Crockett was, and hell, that's the way wrestling is. You don't yes. always hit a home run, right? Yes, that's exactly right. But I'll tell you what, the feedback we got just from episode one was off the charts. People who weren't necessarily sold on the idea of going back and watching week by week stuff from 35 years ago. I think we're introducing a lot of fans to the greatness that was Jim Crockett promotions in 1986 for the very first time and, uh, stay tuned. We've got some big stuff to discuss at the end of today's episode, but today's episode is going to be fun. We're going to continue our trek down 1986. It's an hour and 25 minutes runtime. It's world championship wrestling from January 18th, 1986. This will be week three of 1986. I'm fired up about this, man. This is going to be a fun show. Yeah. Let's get everybody uh, caught up with the storylines heading to this uh, show here. Uh, first of all, uh, the storyline is that baby doll has left Tully Blanchard. She is with dusty Rhodes now. And dusty says he is going to start with them one by one. She went out and said, Arn Anderson was next. So dusty's in, in, um, in the type of mode to take out the four horsemen one at a time. Conversely, JJ Dillon is with Tully now and Tully and JJ are saying that they are going to start the domino effect and they're going to start with Jimmy, the boogie woogie man valiant. We also have a thing going on with the road warriors and the Russians, the rock and roll express and the midnight express. Ronnie Garvin is vying for a, get a shot at the world heavyweight championship. Sam Houston just won the mid Atlantic heavyweight championship. We saw it last week. So there's a lot going on, a lot of things. And of course, you're always going to have Ric Flair in there. And I do need to say something. Uh, about this show, about last week's show. If you'll recall last week's show, I did say on the open of the show that David Crockett and I were on the set. We said that Ric Flair would be on the show and then we didn't see him. Right. I was told by someone that he really was on that show, but he was edited out of the WWE version. I heard the same thing. So yeah. How about that? So you never know what we're going to get here. We're going to discover a few things like that. I'm yeah. sure this year. Right. That kind of surprised me that they would not leave the, uh, that they would not leave the interview intact unless there was something on there, they just didn't like, like him making out with a, a mannequin or something. Oh no, that's going to happen later on. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, let's not give any spoilers. We're not there yet, but my God, what a year 1986 was. And I'm ready, man. I got my, my network fired up. I hope you guys are ready for this too. Click on in ring, scroll down to ECWCW, scoot over to see world championship wrestling, select 1986 from the drop down box. And then if you cruise enough, you'll see January 18th, 1986 week three, Tony, this is going to be so fun. I, uh, I'm ready to get this party started whenever you are, baby. I'm ready too. And by the way, we got Mike Kolb standing by, uh, of course, he's with us on ad free shows. I do believe Yes, he uh, is. we all know that, uh, Mike is a Cubs fan and also is a piece of shit. Oh yeah. Uh, well documented, gonna, well documented. As a matter of fact, he is going to well document his piece of shit by this countdown right now. Hello, Hemorrhoid Removal Center, where we proudly live by our company motto, you push them, we pop them. This is shit. Peso speaking. How may I assist you? Oh, that's great. 
you heard about the Tony Schiavone special via the Fox News Facebook page that Lois shared out? Yes, that's correct. You pay for three and get the fourth one popped for free. Yes, I'd be happy to make an appointment for you. However, due to a previous situation, I feel as though I have to inform you of our zero tolerance policy for dog hair. That's great. Well, if you're ready, I just need to get some additional information from you. Are you ready? Okay. Three, two, one, go. think about them attacking Ricky Morton there. Yeah. You know what? Uh, it was, some. Um, uh, uh, this was a big angle, man. This was uh, a, a big angle and it, uh, it really, uh, touched off a lot of sellouts around, uh, around the mid Atlantic area and around the world. As a matter of fact, you ready for Tony and David? I'm ready for Tony and David and here they come, baby sanctioned by the national wrestling the number one wrestling program in the world. And that's world championship wrestling. I'm David Crockett. And Tony, what the fans saw there right at first, the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express with Jim Cornette. It started, and there's going to be a finish to it. You know, David, many times we have talked with Jim Cornette right here on this program, and he's come out here a couple of times and said some things that have been rather amusing. He's done a lot of things that we have not always agreed with, but this one incident that we saw, what he did to Ricky Morton, was one of the lowest things that I've ever seen in my life. And because of that, this is developing to the hottest feud in the country right now between Two of the greatest tag teams in the world today, the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express. That's right, but Jim Cornette, you're going to get yours. I guarantee you that. I think Ricky so. Morton's not going to let that pass. Not at all. Ricky Morton, of course, he cannot talk that well, but he can still wrestle. Now, also on the program, the World Heavyweight Champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair, the U.S. Heavyweight Champion, Magnum T.A. We will also have the National Heavyweight Champion, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, with Baby Doll, and the World Television Champion, Arn Anderson, will defend his title here today. Plus, the Rock and Roll will be here and the Midnight Express. Will be We've here. got a lot of action. Let's go to the ring because in the ring right now is a man that wants Ric Flair. Let's go to one of the top contenders for the world heavyweight title, Ron Garvin. So you guys are trying to make Ron Garvin here. And uh, a little later, we're actually going to see a clip from right around Christmas time, late 85, where they had quite the interaction in the ring. You think this is trying to sort of elevate him again after you sort of, I don't know, you gave people a, a chance to look at him in a different way with that whole Miss Atlanta Lively stuff. Yeah, I, I think it was that. And I also think it was the fact that, well, we thought he had good matches with Ric Flair. Of course he did. And we, we thought that, that Ronnie, uh, even though he probably didn't have the greatest, uh, uh, personality on the mic, you know, he was Canadian and, uh, he wasn't a great talker like Ric Flair. His matches were damn good. He was tough. And you know, he, when he hit you, it was, I don't think he pulled many punches. Ronnie oh, did. Oh no, no. So it was good stuff. Flair like working with him. And I, and I also know that it, it's the, the classic thing that happens through wrestling throughout the years. You got a world champion. That's a heel. You need to bring up baby faces, feed it to him. Right. And Ronnie Garvin was one of those. We thought would be a very good baby face. And let's face it. Ronnie had been in Georgia championship wrestling there for quite a while. So 
Now, of course, you know, it's, as 87 comes around, we're going to give him the world title, which obviously, uh, I guess it's well documented. It was a mistake, but ratings wise, uh, and also maybe gate wise, but, uh, well, and also too, maybe it was just positioning. You know, if you remember once he won the world title, they said, we're not going to let you defend it again until you face Ric Flair, which almost seems like, well, we know you're going to lose it to Rick. Right. So we don't want you to risk losing it to someone else. It doesn't, I don't think it's ever happened before where you, you have a baby face champion and you hamstring him. No, no, we're not going to let you defend it. Usually right. the heels go the other way and they're like, you're going to have to make me defend it. Right. Not I'm a baby face and, and I'm not allowed to what. <laughs> and you see these superstars so on the superstation. Super, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's kind of the, uh, we finally came up with the name for our dream matches, right? Yeah. I guess that's all the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to have a big special superstars on the superstation on a Friday night that I guess we will cover here as well. And, uh, so, uh, or maybe, maybe not. And what's it, fun is you, you guys say the bit now fans don't send letters. There's we have no room for letters, cards only <laughs> cards only. I've said this before because they are easier to throw away. Yes. Hey, what about this guy that, uh, Ronnie Garvin's fighting here? Pablo Crenshaw reminds me of, of Hacksaw, Butch reading away. What is that? I just, he's got a great look. He's in phenomenal shape. Yeah, he really is. And, 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 you know, sometimes you get these guys in phenomenal shape and this may be one of the things right here. We're seeing these guys in phenomenal shape who really didn't have that much experience were tough guys and they would go in the ring and they would get a little stiff with these star superstars. And all of a sudden these guys would get stretched. Right. So I, I always like, I always like watching You could tell and David and I were sitting there or standing there. We never did set. We stayed, we stood there the whole show. You could tell when one of the stars were really pissed off at his job guy, right? Especially when it was Ole Anderson in the ring and boom, there you go. And I'm not so sure a lot of times how much of a working punch that was. I never did like this cover either, but it was all Ronnie Garvin. Dude. That's, that's some humiliating emasculating shit right there. Yeah. Well, I like humiliating mascu emasculating shit. Let's take a look and see if it was worked or not. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was fingers. He took care of him. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm glad he did. Let's go to me. Man with the hands of stone. And we talked about your quest for the world heavyweight title. There's no doubt that right hand and Ron Gavin, they're both in shape right now. You know, Ric Flair, a lot of other wrestlers, excuse me, a lot of other wrestlers have said that that's all I've got. Well, I've got more than that, Ric Flair. I've got desire. Look at my eyes. These people know it. The reason I've got desire is because I've got a lot of fans. When I step in that ring, I fight just as hard for them as I fight for myself because they're behind me. That's something you don't have, Ric Flair. You used to have a lot of fans until you turn out to be a... I can't say it out here, but you know what I'm talking about. I've got your number. You know, they say when the good Lord has got your number, you're gone. Well, I'm not the good Lord, but I believe in him. But I am your master. When it comes to that ring, I know that. And I've got your number as your master. Flair, in 1986, you're going down. Promise. Words from Ron Garvin directed toward none other than the heavyweight champion of the world. We're coming right back. What do you think of that promo, Tony? Uh, I thought it was uh, probably uh, the wrong thing to do to get him coming out of the ring. 
Yeah. When he's uh, huffing uh, and puffing, uh, you mean? Yeah. And not only that, okay. I, I mentioned last week that I really didn't really didn't care for TBS production that much. Right. And there was a perfect example, Ron Garvin. Now I know the, the cameras have red lights on them. I get that. At least they're supposed to, but there is a stage director there pointing you to the right camera. Right. Okay. That stage director wasn't pointing Ronnie Garvin to the right camera. So that tells me that stage director had no experience in stage directing and we suffered for it. Now it's a small thing. And I know we're, we're decades later. I get that. But I remember having it back there thinking, what the fuck are you guys doing, man? And I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't this great TV person anyway, but I did study broadcasting and TV and I knew a few things, but they just, they just threw guys out there. You know, there you go. Put that camera right down his ass. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh God. Benny trailer. I don't think he's any relation to Ray trailer, by the way, you're going to see Ray trailer here in a little bit on this very program. Oh yes. Is this, uh, this, the, uh, big, uh, big Bubba. Well, no, this is when he's still an enhancement. Taylor. Oh, he's still Ray trailer. Yeah. Okay. By the way, the night before, as we said, this is a matinee show, January 18th, 1986, but the matinee or the night before rather Richmond Coliseum flair and dusty on top for the world title, Jimmy Valiant and Tully underneath, of course, rock and rolls versus the midnights Magnum. The U.S. champ versus Arn, the TV champ. We also had Ron Bass taking on Black Bart in a brass knuckles match. Ron Garvin working with uh, the Barbarian, and the Russians taking on Manny Fernandez and Don Carnoodle. So this is uh, a loaded time for the roster here, to say the least. Yeah, and Richmond was a stronghold of Jim Crockett Promotions, and Friday night was the big night to wrestle in Richmond. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of places had their nights and their special days that they ran normally. Richmond normally was on a Friday night. Greensboro was on a Saturday night. Charlotte was on a Sunday. And a lot of times they had Charlotte Sunday night. And in the afternoon, they ran Asheville, North Carolina. And they, and that was the old Crockett Mid-Atlantic region. But they still, you know, obviously did a lot of money with that and still ran it on a regular basis. But Friday night, Richmond Coliseum, I uh, drove many times from my home in Craigsville, Virginia with my friends to go to Richmond to see matches. So I'm, I'm familiar with that. They tore down, uh, that old Richmond Coliseum recently, which kind of broke my heart. Cause that was one of my favorite places to go see wrestling. I want to mention we, in the week we before drunk. the episode, we, we saw that later that same night on the 11th, Charleston, West Virginia and Columbus, Georgia. The next day on Sunday, it was Cleveland, Ohio. On Monday, there was a TV taping in Greenwood at the civic center, South Carolina. The very next day on the 14th. You're also in South Carolina, this time in Greenville at the Memorial Auditorium. Flair made an appearance for the AWA on the 16th. And then, as we said the night before, you're in the Richmond Coliseum. I bring all this up because somewhere in here, Dusty Rhodes visited the Himalayas. He's going to tell us about it here in a little while, which is, <laughs> he was in a busy week that week. Clearly must have, must have taken the Crockett private plane at that time. The the Falcon or whatever it was called the jet. The, I, I can't remember. One was the Falcon. One was, I don't know. We had our own pilots paid our own pilots. Look at that camera. Go right down in there, buddy. Wouldn't you think you would just listen. Tommy Edwards was our director and I'm not, I'm not going to shit on Tommy. Cause I like Tommy. As a matter of fact, Tommy may still work for ESPN. He's had a very, very successful TV career, but 
there's a lot of things that went on in there that I didn't like. And I think it was more his crew than him. So, um, and look at Nakita. Shatoata. Look at the girls on the side there. They're, they're just bored to, bored to tears, man. They just come here to see the boys. You know, this was very much the, uh, the, uh, how do I say this? The female groupie era. Oh yeah. Which, which, which kind of subsided in the nineties. Oh yeah. It became a dude thing. Yeah. It became the guys. David Pinter mentioned this before. He said, he said, you know, it used to be, uh, you go out back after the matches and there'd be all the girls waiting for the guys. He said, now it's all guys. Yep. Wanting to talk to the wrestlers, wanting to get autographs. It's, it became the nerd thing, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, so it, it really changed But this. The eighties was, you know, right into it, man. And there's the Russian sickle from Ivan Koloff and by God, can you believe it? Down goes Benny trailer. I didn't see that coming. I didn't I either, for but sure. I'm going to see this coming. You ready? I'm ready. Oh my God. A lot of threats, a lot of words from Tully Blanchard Enterprises has been directed towards this man. Today, I have never, I said never been dropped on my wig harder than I have by J.J. Dillon and Tully Blanchard on the concrete floor, baby. Busted the Boogie Man wide open. Now, I know Boogie Woogie Man is not dealing with the full deck. I know Boogie Woogie Man is missing a few house payments, you see. But you see people, all night people, my brothers and sisters in the streets, in the alleys, in the joints, wherever you are, you know Boogeyman's with you. You know it all started. It all started today because of my blood. My blood. Dusty Rose, the American dream with tight jack. Everybody knows that, you understand. I don't have to prove it. The dustman don't have to prove it. But Mr. J.J. Dillon and Mr. Tully Blanchard, they thought by getting to the boogeyman, they're going to get to the dustman. Well, I want to say one thing, Daddy-O. Dusty Rose is big enough to go bear hunting with the switch. And Boogie Woogie Man can fight his own battles. So Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, the boogeyman is going to get you. Yeah! Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Vine. Now, when we come back, we'll talk with the Russian team about Crusher Khrushchev and see what they have to say. Don't go away. What do you think of your mustache game here? I, I think I was pretty damn cool. Yeah, it was the next level. Yeah, but I, I mean, I had my hand in my pocket. I was so cool. I just, uh, you know, I was just a uh, uh, boogie man still uh, walking around the ring. Uh, and, uh, what a great line that was too. Dusty Rhodes is bad enough to go bear hunting with a switch. Switch the switch. And now he's going to face the golden terror. Who could forget the, the golden terror? I, you, you know what he's got on the side of his head? He's got Georgia Tech's Georgia Tech's logo. Yes, he GT. does. Yeah, that's Georgia Tech's colors too. The rambling wreck from Georgia Tech. <laughs> do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. But you know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or your renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right, listen up fellas. It's time to get rid of your stupid cigarettes. All right. They stink. 
your vape is lame. Unplug that thing, throw out your dip, get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. We've been talking about Lucy for a little while. Lucy's a company that's founded by some Caltech scientists and former smokers. They wanted a tobacco alternative that doesn't suck. They want something better. They want something cleaner. And they researched and developed Lucy for three years because it was made for people, not patients. And here's how I know they've got nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in wintergreen cinnamon or pomegranate. All those flavors sound and taste amazing. They've even got a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine. That's in a cherry ice flavor, but maybe what's best about Lucy. You can enjoy these products anywhere. They're convenient and discreet. When I say anywhere, I mean, anywhere. Do it in the gym, do it in your car, do it in a plane, do it at work. Nobody's going to know. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't even have to leave the house. Lucy has delivery down and our, what happened when listeners can go to Lucy.co and use promo code WHW to get 20% off all their products, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy.co and the promo code is WHW at checkout. Also, I have to give you this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code WHW pitches to cowboy bill Watts. Okay. Cowboy bill Watts does an interview or does a stand up. He pitches to himself doing a stand up, coming back to bill Watts doing a stand up. <laughs> Here's the comments I had to say at that time. And then there's bill Watts and he comes back to himself. I'm thinking, wow, pretty big ego there, buddy. I think, uh, Jr. used to say something like his job back then was howdy folks. Welcome to mid South mid South wrestling. I'm your host, Jim Ross with me, the owner and proprietor of mid South sports, cowboy bill Watts. And then 58 minutes later, thanks for tuning in today, boys and girls. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed mid South sports. Be sure to see you at the matches. <laughs> That's it. They were showing this at this angle where Skandor Akbar had burned hacksaw Jim Duggan in the eyes and how it uh, just really got Bill Watts pissed off. And Watts was going to take on Skandor Akbar at the Superdome in Louisiana. And anyway, that's another story. That was a lot of fun, but this is a little bit longer than Jimmy Valiant is used to going way long, man. I needed this to be over by now. Usually he would just come in. uh, Here comes his back elbow. This is it. And then here comes. The people's elbow, <clears throat> if you will, one, two, three. How about three, that but- cover? <laughs> that's that's the way I cover Megan when I fall asleep. Okay, let's take a look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Conrad up, she pulls the sheets down, down he goes on Megan, and we go to Ric Flair. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Money, including some things that that Ron Garvin had to say to this man, the heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy Ric Flair. As I might add, just back, woo, just back from a rendezvous at the Hotel Paradise. You know, there's a lot of women. In rendezvous. The better hope a dog. Oh, my God. I know that girl. Because the studio will be empty if he walks in. Now my girls are sitting over here. They're hollering, Slick Rick, go for it, big man. You know, let me tell you something, sweetheart. You remind me of a lot of women traveling around the world right now. Lost in thought, wondering if there's such a thing as life after Flair. Tony Schiavone, two days ago, I took the woman on a little rendezvous. We had a close encounter, and I took her places 
the space shuttle can't go, Daddy. That's what you're dealing with when you're talking about whoo, Slick Rick, the world's heavyweight wrestling champion. Now, Ronnie Garvin, let's talk about Ronnie Garvin for a minute. You're a real stud, Garvin. You got Tony Schiavone, believe in it. You got David Crockett shaking his head. You got all these geeks out here thinking that when you walk that walk and you talk that talk and you stand here and you tell them all, I got players number 86, that I'm going to believe it. And in the words of my great philosophizing cousin, Art Anderson, the odds of me believing that you can knock me out are astronomical. You understand? I've been through and walked over better men than you on my way woo, to a rendezvous. Tell me like it is. You understand? I am in demand because I am the rendezvous master. I am Ric Flair, woo, the world's heavyweight wrestling champion, styling and profile. Check this out, huh? All right. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. The Nature Boy is coming. Atlanta, Georgia, the Nature Boy is coming. Fayetteville, Dusty Rhodes, Ronnie Garvin. If you want some of this, jump on. Because remember, it's a lot easier getting on than it is getting on. A la Space Mountain. The world champion, Ric Flair, and we'll be right back. We think of rendezvous master. Yeah. You know what? He, he, that was a three rendezvous thing there. Oh, check this out. This is such a cool moment. Track it. He has a book in his hand. Who's your choice for sportsman of the year. Sports Illustrated asked some fans. And I believe, yeah. Nikita Kolov's name is on there. And do you know the Tony Nikita Kolov yeah. mentioned in sports illustrated. That's a big deal. Yeah, and we didn't make a big deal enough out of it. It's about time you stinking American. She's to be your Russian athlete in Nikita Kola and the ball top of five of 11. Right, and Nikita should have been chosen number one, but because of prejudice judges, again, he loses out to an American. And now talking about losing out because of American interference. These road warriors. It is one thing whenever you lose a prestigious title, such as Mid-Atlantic title, because of lack of ability or because of stupidity. But this Crusher Khrushchev, the member of the Kolar family, had this skinny Sam Houston defeated. And because of road warriors' interference, lost Mid-Atlantic title. The road warriors, you come out here and you say, you're not only going to do that, but you're also going to find a partner. Whether it's Magnum TA or American Dream, that's the road. And take away World Six Man Tag Team Trophy. You say you are going to do that. You call us weasels and you are weasel slapping. This is fine. You think you have won the battle, but I think we are up on you. Two to one. And as far as the war is concerned, the only time you will win is whenever you are out of wrestling or we're out of wrestling. Okay, Paul Jones has joined us here. Paul? I'll tell you something right now. On behalf of myself and all the wrestling fans in this world, we're sympathetic. We plead with you, and we're sorry what happened to Khrushchev. And listen, I want to offer my services, and it would be like a slap in the face if I offered you the services of another American. But what I'm going to do to you men here, I'm going to offer you the services 
of the greatest German wrestler in the world today. The man is the master of the claw. And I'm talking about Baron von Rusky, the greatest wrestler that ever came out of Germany. <laughs> Russians, the man is at your service. Anytime, any place. Thank you very much, Baron von you know, to have a man such as this Baron Von Rusky, it is a great honor because he has the credentials throughout the world as number one wrestler from East Germany. And he is, this is the surprise I've been talking about, Road Warriors, Dusty Road, Magda T.A. And Magda T.A., 1986. Magda T.A., he talk how, he talk how, he going look for the Gotta go to the ring. Let's go to the ring. By the way, Baron Von Raschke, still with us, 80 years old. Man, Jim Raschke, really one of the great characters, don't you think? Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, without question, as we like to say. Yeah, he took that, uh, he took the Russian uh, quote unquote Nazi gimmick, I guess you can call it, uh, a long, long way with the, the monocle and the way he would do that salute and the claw and everything. And just one of the great characters. I, uh, uh again, about that sports illustrated, uh, article, mm. you think that was a shoot or do you think we just missed, the, missed the boat on that? In other words, maybe he really was in that. And we've, I don't know. I mean, you zoomed in on it. You talked about it. What else should you have done? Well, I don't know. I mean, we could have worked it, you know, who knows? Oh no. I, I, I really believe it was in there. I mean, I, I'm well, sure it was. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we missed the boat on it as a promotion and yeah. Nikita brought it out his, himself oh, I see. and said, we need to mention it. So that's what I'm saying. If Nikita had not brought it up, we wouldn't have said anything about it. That's why I'm saying. I think we probably missed the boat on that. Hey, by the way, uh, speaking of rednecks, I know we weren't, but I'm going to Tony Zane, a friend of Arn Anderson's another Rome, Georgia redneck. We've had him on. There's another Rome, Georgia redneck being the referee there. The late Randy Anderson. Boy, the mediocrity is just oozing out of the ring with all this Rome, Georgia everywhere. Rome, Georgia everywhere, buddy. And if you ever talked to Tony, he sounded just like Arn when he talked. They they sounded exactly alike. So he'd open his mouth. There was no question where he was from. I don't know what uh, I don't know what Tony's doing now, or if he's with us or not. Isn't it amazing? You go back and you're not so sure who's with us and who's not. Paul Jones is not with us. Ivan Koloff's no longer. Randy Anderson's no longer with us. Well, way to bring us down, fucker. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just, you know, going through the list here. Of, you just never know, you know. Life, Conrad. You just never know. By the way, I want to mention we do have Ray Trailer coming up uh, in a couple of matches, but later this night, mm. we did a double shot. We had uh, one crew in York, South Carolina. Ooh. That was at the Comprehensive High School. The headline there was Manny Fernandez taking on the TV champion, Arn Anderson underneath. It was the rock and roll express. Your tag champs defending against black Bart and Thunderfoot. Ron Garvin was in action against Mike Davis. The junior heavyweight champion, Denny Brown was taking on Tommy lane. Rocky King was in there with Mac Jeffers and Rocky Reeves was in there with Jim Jeffers, but the big show drew 8,500 fans to the Philadelphia civic center. And on top, it was the U.S. champ, Magnum T.A., defending against Tully Blanchard in an I Quit match. We had the Road Warriors taking on the Russians in a Texas Tornado match. And, of course, we had Flair and Rhodes, two out of three falls for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Pretty loaded card for Philadelphia. 8,500 fans there, too. But if you got Dusty, you got Flair, 
you got the Russians, you got the road warriors, you got Magnum, you got Tully, you got your money's worth. Yeah. And if, if you'll re, if you, you know, you look at Baron had great, the great facials of his, you, you've got basically kind of a, a return of Starcade 85 yeah. where you had Dustin Flair and you have Magnum and Tully. I quit. So they would, they would take a pay-per-view card and get some mileage out of it afterwards like that. Uh, we got to hear, we got to hear uh, the Russian talk. I mean, the German talk. Here we go. On world championship wrestling, Ivan. I'd like to welcome you, Von Dreyfuski, to our stable. We need your help very much, comrade, because of these treacherous world warriors and what they have been doing to us. And I know you are the athlete to do it for us. I know. I have heard the story of how you were betrayed by these weakling, gutless, Americanish uh, cowards. <laughs> And I would be glad at any time and in any way to step in your corner and to support you. We have proven time after time in our own ways that we are superior. We have the intelligence. Many, many wrestlers, Americanish wrestlers, they try to make up with pumped up bodies, what they don't have in their heart. They don't have the heart to step into the ring with true wrestlers and face the music. So if I can, my great manager, Herr Paul Jones, has told me that any time you my comrades should need help. I will be more than glad to step in the ring with you. Whether it be Dusty Rhodes, Magnum TA, Rodney Garvin, or the Road Warriors, or should we call them the Road Runners? <laughs> that is all the people need to know. Baron Von Raschke with the Russian team. And we're That's not a good promo, Tony. Uh, yeah, but it, it was, I know, but. It, but you love gosh. it. I do, because I love Jim Raschke. I just love him. I mean, just, uh, just a great man. Well, Sam Houston is the Mid-Atlantic champion. Does he have the belt on? Yes, he does. Yes, by golly, he does. There you go. By the way, I want to mention, as you see Howdy Doody getting undressed here, <laughs> we mentioned double shot on this same day, the next day, triple shot, baby, mm. Asheville, North Carolina at the civic center. It's a matinee show, Nelson Royal and Jim Jeffers, Sam Houston and crusher Khrushchev pistol Pez Watley and Ricky Reeves against black Barton Thunderfoot, Don Carnoodle and Don Bass, Ron Bass rather against the Russians, Manny Fernandez in there with TV champ, Arn Anderson. And on last Jimmy Valiant and Tully Blanchard. Tully had to have his working shoes on that day. Mm. That same day, another spot show, a matinee show. This time we see, uh, the rock and roll express taking on the midnight express in the main event. We also had barbarian and superstar Billy Graham in a Texas death match, but the big show was the evening show. The very next night after this, the 19th, they're at the Omni and it's dusty roads teaming up, uh, or not teaming up rather, but taking on Arn Anderson in a non-title steel cage, Texas death match. 
Right. Ron Garvin would also be working with Ric Flair, which explains why they're going back and forth so much here on TBS. You've also got Magnum fighting Nikita. Tully again with Jimmy Valiant. About halfway through the card, it's Midnight's versus Rock and Rolls. It's a loaded card, man. You guys are bringing out the big, the heavy artillery for Philadelphia and the Omni on back-to-back nights. That's pretty cool to see. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that that's the lifeblood of what we're doing right now, as far as money is concerned. Right. Because I'm not so sure, and you may know this from doing research. I'm not so sure how much we were we were paid to be on TBS or if we were even paid, maybe they was just a barter system. Yeah. You, you weren't being paid to be on TBS. This was your way of, um, showing the world what you could do. You know, this is your big infomercial. Right. So in other words, we would, this would be our, like you said, our infomercial to get people to come to the arenas and TBS would take whatever they, they would get for ad sales or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys sold some ads and I'm sure that you, had some inventory, by the way, how much does Sam Houston, when you just do a, a quick glance, look like a very young Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I'll go for that. Just a glance. I think so. That haircut, is that a rocker haircut? I just mean the face, you know, the baby oh, face. The face. Okay. By the way, on the 20th. So two days after this, you're in Greenville and Fayetteville, North Carolina. So again, both of the Carolinas. On top, uh, you've got on one show, the road warriors and the Russians on the other, it's uh, a pretty loaded show flair and dusty, uh, Magnum and Arn, rock and rolls and midnights that's in Fayetteville, but then believe it or not, flair and dusty take the show on the road on the 21st. They go work for Don Owens, uh, Portland, Oregon, flair and dusty man for the NWA world title. That's a big deal anywhere, any market. But you also hear randomly in a dusty promo here that he casually mentions, oh, I'm going to be in Portland and blah, blah, blah. So it's interesting to see how that grows. They did another shot the very next day. So they're in Portland on the 21st, on the 22nd, they're in Seattle once again with flair and dusty. And then they head back towards, uh, the Carolinas, of course. I I think that flair dusty, if, if I'm wrong, was just kind of. Uh, in conjunction with Don Owens promotion. Yeah. I, I think they just, those two just went out there. Yes. It wasn't our whole roster. That's right. Uh, yeah. There's Sam going to get the win with the, well, no boy. I, My point in saying that Tony, as we saw Sam Houston still working over his opponent here, normally we fans have been led to believe that it was really just the NWA world champion who went on tour and he would yeah. go into this territory and he would work whoever the top baby face was. But in this era, Dusty went with him. Dusty's such a big star from all the territory days. And now obviously through TBS that perhaps Dusty versus flair was the most compelling main event a promoter could put on, even if it wasn't with one of his local guys. And certainly Don opted to do that in both Seattle and in Portland. Yeah. That was again, like you said, that was the power of TBS Yeah, and what we meant. Uh, I I mean, we became the NWA Jim Crockett promotions. Oh yeah. By this point, it's a, it's a two horse race. It's Vince McMahon and Jim Crockett. And by the way, I guess the cat's out of the bag. We announced it this past Friday, Tony, we landed the ultimate interview, Jim Crockett, Jr. Nearly five hours of footage. I haven't shared that tidbit anywhere. 
but we did wow. one sitting towards the end of the year, the last few days of 2020 on location and, uh, in glorious 4k, the most in-depth research perhaps we've ever done with a, a single subject, but it's our follow-up effort after our conversations with Conrad, the debut with, with Jim Hurd, our sophomore effort is going to be probably a two-parter with Jim Crockett Jr. I don't think there's any way I can get all that in, in one sitting, but I'm so proud of what we've got. And I'm hoping now us uh, spending a little more time here on 1986 is making a little more and more sense to some of the, uh, people who weren't all the way sold at first. Yeah. You cannot deny as, uh, as you go through the annals of pro wrestling, especially during the eighties and even back before then the impact that the Crockett family had on the business. Right. And, uh, I think it was a great, uh, a great coup for you to get him. I'm sure you've had a great time with him. Oh, fantastic. I mean, and here's, what's yeah. great. Like he's so mentally sharp and I know there's always a question whenever you, you know, you find someone who hasn't done a lot of public speaking and who maybe is getting up there in age. This guy's as sharp as a whip has strong opinions. Uh, I could not be more pleased with our interview. I can't wait for everyone to see it over at adfreeshows.com. Uh, we hope to have part one ready later this month. And Tony, I, I don't mean to go into full-blown shill mode, but you and I have been apart a little bit because you had to do some traveling. I had to do some traveling. So we got some shows in the can kind of early, but, uh, in the time since we've spoken, we had, you know, half of FTR watch the, uh, the fantastic revival American alpha match with Arn Anderson over on adfreeshows.com and really break down the psychology behind tag team wrestling in a way where nobody has probably done it ever before. Uh, two of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time from different generations. And we had Eric Bischoff sit down with Garrett Bischoff and do a live Q and a sort of father son style. And oh yeah, we dropped title chase almost like a, how it's made documentary piece on the WCW United States title, perhaps made most famous by ravishing Rick rude high marks all around. And well, here he is the bull of the woods. Let's track him, Tony. Right now, if Arn Anderson is concerned, is looking over his shoulder, thinking about what has happened to Ole Anderson, Dusty Rhodes. Listen to that. This man here is tremendous, you know that? Let me say something right now about my main man, Arn Anderson. Baby Dog told you recently that you're going to get some limbs broke, you understand? Some portions of your body going to be strode out on the interstate. It's going to happen. Ole Anderson's laid up in Minnesota right now watching this program. Not here live and in color. I'm not out here singing. I'm not out here dancing. I'm not out here wearing big time watches and out here with anything but the best looking woman on this earth. Baby doll herself, live and in color, Jack. And I seen the ugliest man in the world walk out here. The Baron von Reschke, Germany's greatest athlete. Don't mention my name in the same breath, brother. You talk about the road warriors, Ivan Nikita Koloff. Dusty Rhodes is right there with them bars. Give animals, if you will. And when dudes gonna be paid, we gonna be there. So the band needs to hook it up, get ready for it. And you know, just recently, you know, Flair's always talking about where he be at. I'm going to Portland, Oregon. I'm going to Seattle, see Mr. Don Owens. 
coming up this week is going to be fabulous, Jack. And this past weekend, me and Baby Doll went up in the middle of Asia, high in the Himalaya Mountains. <laughs> we were 25,000 feet above actual sea level. And Baby Doll was sitting on a yak. You know what a yak is, brother? Yes, I do. <laughs> he was sitting on a yak. She was looking so pretty. And she said, dreams. She said, this is high. I said, no, mama, this expensive. <laughs> and that's the way it is with me and Doc. she got a lot of letters, a lot of cards. Her new change of ways has brought you Baby Doll herself. Go on, mama. That's right. I do try and get to all the letters that are received, but taking care of Dusty is a full-time job. And last week I said that women should be kept barefoot and pregnant. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. The baby doll likes the glamour and the life. I love it. I love working for Dusty. I love being with the American Dream. And if you want to be barefoot and pregnant, that's fine. But baby doll loves the glamour, and I love being with Dusty Rose, the American what Dream. What about Tele Blanchard? Tele Blanchard? Well, it seems like the cat has got his tongue. Like we haven't been hearing too much from him lately, have we? I got. We gonna go take a bubble bath. <laughs> right. Let's go. We gonna go take a bubble bath. And look who's in the ring, by the way, with the barbarian, a very young, scantily clad. No, that's not our producer, Stan. That's Ray Taylor, <laughs> AKA Ray trailer. That's the big boss man. Now let's give you some context here. This is January 18th, 1986. In a little over two years, he's going to be headlining Madison square garden in a steel cage against the immortal Hulk Hogan. Humble beginnings, humble beginnings, but you could tell that you could just watch Ray. And I remember. The first, and I'm this, I think this may be his debut because he did some good stuff. And Dusty would say, man, that big kid, that big Ray trailer, we got to find a place for him. And they did obviously. I mean, he became big Bubba with, with Jim Cornette and you know, his uh, bodyguard later on. So, uh, I think Ray eventually before he became big Bubba got a, put a singlet on to cover up that belly. I think that's what happened. I'm not so sure. Uh, was that some entertaining stuff that Dusty was talking about? Put her on a yak. That's not high. That's expensive. Dude, funny stuff, man. So great. And yeah. I like the way he's but just you know, so comfortable. He would just like lean on it and be like, what about Tully Blanchard? And throwing yeah, it to you know, her. He was so comfortable. That, yeah. He was like, uh, he was walking her through the interview because she really wasn't that good at doing interviews. And it, it's funny. Little throw out to uh, Baron Von Raschke. Don't forget to say the booker's name. <laughs> <laughs> when you come out and do an interview, yeah, that was a little, that was little, uh, ribbing on the square as they call it right there. So, uh, I, I thought that was pretty funny too. So again, uh, how about the Himalayas? Oh, last week we're in the middle of Asia, 25,000 feet in the air. So good. <laughs> He's too much. Uh, that's why it was so tremendous. Why? Why didn't the barbarian get over more than he did? I think it was just the lack of communicating. Like, you know, he didn't have a great promo and, and none of, none of his managers ever really did. I mean, even Paul Jones was not a great promo. I know you love him, but I, he did nothing for me as a young No, he fan. didn't do great promos. You're right. And, and then Mr. Fuji, my God, what a great presence he was, but again, not a good promo, but right. man, let's just imagine for a minute. If you had Paul Heyman doing promos for barbarian, are you kidding? Sure. My God, because he has the, I mean, you want to talk about a guy you don't fuck with. You see that guy walking down Kroger or home Depot, getting the fuck out of the way. Mm. Are you kidding? 
And of course we had, we saw him, uh, at uh, Starcast a couple of years ago and you still don't fuck with him, man. No, he, he still looks like he can just eat you alive. Hey, by the way, I, I woke up, you know, um, we've had some illness in the family, so we've been trying to, that. we've been trying to run around and handle all that. And, uh, oh, by the way, we should also shout this out. I can't believe I, f- I forgot this. Okay. Great close personal friend of the show, Matt Coon. Having yep. a little bit of a medical event later this week. So thoughts and prayers, uh, to Matt and his whole family and yeah, Matthew, man. we think the world of them. And anyway, uh, a little positive power there for Matt would be good right now. Anyway, um, uh, I woke up out of, uh, I guess what I could call a fever dream, a mm. cold sweat. And mm. I, I had the most random idea I've ever had. Mm. We need to sell <laughs> shoehorns. Shoehorns. Yep. Okay. But I want to call them woo horns. Cause they'll help you hold your alligators down. Why not? You could make it work. Speaking of making it work. Let's see if we can make yet another promo work. You going to track any of these. You think I'm tracking them all. No, I mean like you're going to make fun of them. No, not Magnum. You love him. No. Let's see. Champion, Magnum to you. Well, you said it's a very true statement. So, you know, when you are a champion, everybody wants a piece of the championship. And there's a lot of people out there that I had to contend with, but there's one man out there in particular that I really would like to get a piece of, and that's Nikita Koloff. Man, coming out here, flaunting a lot of things, talking about his superiority, talking about his country, and now running around here with the alliance of the big, bad German. That's right, we all know I'm talking about the man with the claw, Baron Von Raschke. Well, now there's a lot of trouble brewing in the wrestling world, but I've got my eyes all singled out on that one man. So, Nikita... You say that you're not real hard to find. Well, I'm standing here right now. I'm always here right here on this television program. And I don't see you exactly running up to put your name on the dotted line to try to take this away from me right here on WTBS. So, my friend, I'm here, and it will come to be because this championship here will stay around America's waist and one half of America's team for a long time now. United States heavyweight champion, none other than Magnum T.A. Now, he's going to the ring. Let's go there with him. Buddy, America's waste. Are you kidding? What a line that is. He's been hanging out with Dusty right there. Yeah, man. He and Dusty, well, you know, they were very close. And Dusty, he was kind of Dusty's protege. And Dusty certainly was, you know, on the forefront of taking care of he and, and the family when they, uh, during the wreck. And as far as guys that America's team, that, that, that Flair made. People always say, oh, Flair made Sting, Flair made Luger. I can't argue that. Is it fair yeah. to say that Dusty made Magnum and Nikita? Yes, I think so. I mean, th- they both had I, a little I bit think, of success before they came in, but I mean, they became superstars right. here with Dusty. Oh, right. this is uh, his orthopedic. Let's take a listen. Yes. Clinic with the Metrolina Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. The doctor of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. As you know, four months ago, Dusty Rhodes suffered a very serious injury at the hands of the Andersons and the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair. It has been four months, and we're going to talk to Dr. Aswanek to find out the condition of Dusty Rhodes. Obviously, the fans are pleased that he's back wrestling. How's he doing right now? I'm happy to say that he's fully recovered now. He's completed his uh, rehabilitation program, has been... uh, careful in protecting the ankle. The ankle has healed solidly and uh, he's ready to go. I don't think he needs any further protection on it. So the boot that he has on his left foot, the boot that he's had for protection, obviously he can take off now and use regular boots. Yeah, because he can get out of the bracing and the protection now, I don't think he needs that extra size and protection of the boot right now. 
Okay, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, as told to us by Dr. Joseph Swanick, fully recovered right now, and he can take off that boot. So as a reminder, you know, we had the maybe one of the greatest angles of all time that happened at the in the Omni where the uh the Russians attacked him. Oh, and look at that belt. Maybe the best looking belt around. Arn Anderson, your TV champion on the red strap. He's got some things to say about Arn or about Dusty. Talking with me before we came back to you, and you were concerned and talking about what we just saw from Dr. Joseph Aswanik about the boot of Dusty Rhodes. I don't come out here. I pride myself on not coming out here on national television and make an idiot out of myself, spit flying out of my face, hollering and screaming, but I am irate at this particular point in time. Now, I want to appeal to the doctors. I want to appeal to the lawyers. I want to appeal to the people that are sitting out there eating dinner that have a little bit of intelligence. I'm going to appeal to them. I'm going to appeal to you. Dusty Rhodes had a broke leg. Fine. He needed some protection. But the leading sports medicine doctor in the country today, Joseph Aswanick, Dusty Rhodes doctor, I might add, not mine, has said and has cleared Dusty Rhodes from wearing that boot. All it is wearing it for now is a weapon. Right or wrong? I'm not going to claim that he's wearing it for a weapon. Crockett Promotions has not done anything about it. He has intentionally hurt Ollie Anderson with that boot. You saw it right on the film clip where he kicked him repeatedly with a steel-toed boot. That's like a workman's boot. Yeah. You know what steel toe means? I know exactly what it means. You wear that boot. That means if a 20-ton piece of steel falls on your foot, you can just roll it off. It won't hurt it. That's right. If you'd ever been kicked by that boot, you'd be as irate. You'd be as upset as I am. It's nothing more than a weapon. And Swanick himself said he doesn't need the boot. Now, I am not only asking, I am demanding that something be done. I want the boot off, and on top of that, I am not a criminal. I've never stole a car in my life. I never stole anything in my life, and they're going to lock me in a cage like some animal with Dusty Rhodes with a loaded boot. What kind of an idiot do you think I am? I've heard a plan. Stack the deck. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, David Crockett, if you want to lock me in a cage, Dusty Rhodes, you just check your memory. Because the last time you were in a cage with an Edison, what happened to you? Just run that through your mind. A very irate Arn Anderson. Let's go to the ring. Hey, that was a great promo. And I love where out of nowhere, he's like, I'm not a criminal. I've never stole a car in my life. (laughs) Like, that's the way to be a criminal. And then he doubles down. Oh, or any other crimes. Something about Dr. Joseph Swanick here. We shot that in, in Charlotte. Well, there was, uh, I'm not sure if we, I, I think we always had a piece of that, uh, of that back backdrop that we could put up in the back. Yeah, it was different shapes. It was more rectangles and squares, but similar. Yeah. Right. And you could tell, I, so we, we would go to Charlotte and Dr. Swanick didn't really like to do these things. He thought it was, you know, he. You notice he never, he never said Dusty's name. Yeah. And there was another one where he said a person with his type of injury would have to. Yeah. Well, he had a partner named Sam Oida, Sammy, S-A-M-I Oida, uh, Aswanik and Oida were, were partners. And Dr. Oida became my uh, orthopedic guy uh, when I had my car wreck in 85 uh, and still practices today and just as cool a guy. And I remember Sam says, yeah. Joe doesn't want to say that. He said, but put me on there. I'll, I'll just ham it up as much as you want. That's tremendous. And it was, it was, it was just funny how, you know, Swanick was, the, was the head of that clinic. So that's who we talked to, but a was the one that would have really given us some great shit. So, but, uh, yeah, we, we used a Swanick for a lot of things and Arn put him over the top orthopedic surgeon in the, in the country, you know, as he would do. So 
Anyway, so here we are in the midst of the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton cannot talk now, right? He's been uh, jabbed in the throat with the uh, with Jim Cornette's uh, racket. By the way, my 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 uh, my my wife today, Lois, as you know her, uh, asked me. She said, "Do you hear from Jim Cornette anymore?" Oh. And I went, uh, "No." No, I, I said, I, I know what he's doing. She said, what is he doing? I said, well, he's got a podcast and yeah. he's got a big following. And uh, she said, does he do any more announcing? I said, well, he did, but then he got in trouble. And so no longer doing, she said, uh, is he still married to that same girl? I said, no, he's got another wife. And that was it. The question stopped. And I was wondering why out of the middle of nowhere, she asked about Jim Cornette. Well, it's, it's really weird. Cause you, uh, you set Twitter ablaze this weekend. My phone lit up like a Christmas tree. No less than a dozen people that we're both friends with texted me. What's wrong with Tony? Yeah. And I was still running around. I had the, uh, as I said, everybody's been sick. So I'm trying to just play a house nurse here and get everybody situated. And I'm wondering, what is that about? So I pull up mm. your Twitter and sure enough, your dumb ass sends out a tweet worst day ever. Yeah. And about, I don't know, 4,000 people decided that must mean bug died. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, bug didn't die. No. He, he, no. And so anyway, I text you, no response. I call no response. I do the same thing the next morning, no response. And then people are saying, Hey, I'm going to his house to do a wellness check. And I'm like, wait, hang on. Mm-hmm. Let me just text Lois. So I text Lois and she's like, ask him. I don't know. And I'm like, okay, is he alive? <laughs> yeah. He just woke up. All right, cool. We're good. And so it was like, all right, Tony, what the fuck? Why'd you give everybody the scare? Yeah. Well, I, I made a mistake to, to put that on Twitter. I was, uh, I'm, I've had problems with my knee and my knee at times get better, but at times it gives me some problems. I wanted to try to get on the Peloton. I couldn't because my knee was hurting and my back was acting up. Uh, Lois and I had had a little bit of an argument. It wasn't a big one. And I was sitting up in my room. I couldn't get on the Peloton. My back was hurting. My knee was hurting. I was pissed off. So I said, fuck it. And I should never tweeted it out. And I took like five a Tylenol PM since melatonin went to bed and slept for like 14 hours, five Tylenol PMs. That's way too damn many. And I, uh, I, uh, I left my phone in the, uh, in the bat cave here. I didn't bring it in the bedroom. So when I got up the next day, I, I saw all these text messages and people had called and left messages. Yeah. I'm saying, Oh shit, man. So, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I would just, it was more out of anger of my knee and my back than anything else thinking that here I'm sitting up in the bat cave, a fucking slug. I can't get on the Peloton. My knee is hurting. I'm taking a lot of, uh, I'm taking a lot of physical therapy for it. I just, we just uh, came back from Disney world where we were with, uh, Brody, uh, Brody Lee's kids, uh, and his wife, Amanda, a group of us took them there for Brody's, a little uh, negative one's birthday. And, uh, so I guess it, was walking around Disney for those 10 or 11 miles that we did with a mask on and everything that took it out of me. I don't know, but I was, I was in a lot of pain, but I will never ever again on Twitter. Let everybody know how much pain I'm in. Good. Sorry. We don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> Just call me and cuss and motherfuck. Save me. <laughs> we, the don't aggravation. To, we don't want to fucking hear it, but we do want to hear this ladies and gentlemen, here's Tony Shivani and his friend. Burnett, manager of the Midnight Express. Wait a minute. I know what you're thinking. 
You don't know what I'm thinking because you can't think yourself. I know what I'm thinking. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I should be in a good mood today. I should be a happy man today because, first of all, I told all you people I was going to be 1985 Pro Wrestling Illustrated Manager of the Year, and it came to pass. I told you people we were going to hurt the Rock and Roll Express real, real bad, and the prophecy came true. The Rock and Roll Express are on the run from us. They're scared to death. The very mention of the name Midnight Express sends chills and shivers down their back, so I should be a happy man, Tony, but I'm not. Do you know why? No, you're not. I'll tell you why. You're concerned. No, I'm not concerned. I'm not worried about those two goofballs. I'll tell you what I'm upset about, because all across the country, ever since what we did to Ricky Morton, shut up, you idiots. Ever since what we did to Ricky Morton, I have had five, maybe six thousand letters from all a bunch of teeny boppers all across America, little 12 year old girls saying, oh, why'd you do that to Ricky? Why'd you do that to Ricky? With their little crayon. Well, let me tell you something. You little prepubescent little females, you are just the same as your parents. You're just the same as your older brothers and sisters. You can't spell for one thing. You don't know any words over two syllables. And furthermore, I'm not interested in your putrid little comments. I don't care what these people think. I don't care what you think. I do what I want to do, and the Midnight Express gets what they want to get. And if you want to write me your stinking little slimy letters, then you better tell us how great we are or don't say anything at all. The letters come in by the thousands to World Championship Wrestling here. It takes me time to read them. It takes my secretary's time to read them. It takes my assistant's time. And I don't care, like I said, about your putrid comments. So quit writing me at Rock and Roll Express. Get ready to lose those belts to the next champions. The greatest combination ever in professional wrestling lover boy dennis and beautiful bobby the midnight express what a promo dude he could do it couldn't he like none other I, one thing i liked about working with jay uh, with jim Cornette was there's teddy long look at that Ted, teddy long's gonna bring back the robes and the the attire and any belts man so anyway one thing i liked uh <laughs> Cornette bossing him around one thing I liked about uh, doing interviews with Jim Cornette, well, number one was he was one of the best ever on the mic. He still is one of the best ever on the mic. Of course. I mean, I, I've said before that the three best ever on the mic that I ever worked with were Flair, Cornette, and Arn. And so he's in the top three uh, with me. But what I like working with him was he liked me to bring up things or say things to him, like, I know what you're thinking, or respond to him. It was, it was a little bit more of a give and take that I had with other guys. And I never did ask that, but Jim would always offer it to me. Right. Hey, I want you to say this. I want you to do this. So I always appreciated working with him a lot more as much, probably more than any other guys, uh, because it was just give and take, but, uh, it was, it was good stuff, man. He was, he was good. Look at, look at the mullet that Dennis Condry's got buddy. Dude. It's epic. <laughs> it you just know he's got a jean jacket. All the REO Speedwagon tapes, a Trans Am. <laughs> you know he does. Man, I don't know who uh, this uh, this other guy is. Uh, that's the tag team part. I don't know if this is Tab or this is Victory, but or Vickery. But this one guy who's on the outside, it's pretty jacked on the outside, man. Dude, for real. Yeah. So anyway, they'll uh, they'll keep him outside <laughs> and work over the other guy. They, they, you know what, that they not only were, were they great guys and Jim was a great talker. There was so much, so much great, so many great things about the, the midnight express, uh, in that they were easy on you. They were, people love working with Bobby and Dennis because they were easy to work with. They were, they were, they were not snug, but they look snug, right? Right. 
they looked legit, but they, they really, everything they did was they always protected their opponents, which was, I'm, I'm, I've said it many times. It's, it's, it's a freaking science to be able to do that, to be able to make it look snug and really be easy to work with and protect your, your opponents. So now here's this guy who's got, holy shit. Why didn't we use him, man? Hey, you know, losing weight's been a never-ending battle for me. And whether you're trying to lose weight or maybe build muscle or just get your nutrition on track, one thing is critical. I found this out years ago. It's protein. But it's especially important to get the protein powder that's right for your lifestyle and health goals. That's why I'm glad that I now use Gainful. It's personalized to my exact nutritional needs, and it works for me. And it works for me because of all the work I've been doing on the Peloton. Gainful powder is never repetitive or boring. With Gainful, you're never going to be stuck with a big tub of protein with a flavor you're not into. And you know how that is. Gainful sends you a pouch of unflavored protein accompanied by single-serving flavor boosts. You can choose from rich chocolate, cookies and cream, Madagascar vanilla, chocolate peanut butter, strawberry cream, and cafe mocha. And this will customize each and every protein shake to your exact taste. Or just add the unflavored protein straight to your smoothies and recipes. Gainful is designed by a team of sports nutrition experts who work with professional teams and athletes. So to find out what's right for you, you got to take the quiz, and it's very quick. The quiz only took me a few minutes to complete. I got to choose a flavor boost that comes with my protein, and they tailored my protein formula. How about that? I can switch up the taste with Gainful flavor boost anytime I want. And I love that Gainful tells you exactly what ingredients go into your protein powder and why. Okay, we know your fitness and nutrition journey is one of a kind. Mine is different than yours. So the products you use should be too. With personalized nutrition and support, Gainful makes sure you are making progress towards your health and fitness goals every day. Right now, we here at WHW have a special offer for our listeners. Get $15 off your first month of personalized protein powder when you go to Gainful.com WHW. That's G-A-I-N-F-U-L dot com slash W-H-W. Trust me, you're going to love having personalized protein powder from Gainful. It's a game changer. That's Gainful.com slash W-H-W to get $15 off your first month. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. But you know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or your renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Steven's brand new deep Navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dip. Twinkle, twinkle rose is here, but time is already running out because the brand new color sells out each year. Don't miss out. Imagine on Valentine's Day when she opens this really cool gift box and out slides a blue rose trimmed in gold. You know, the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets and you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. It's breathtaking. Go now to see this real 24-karat gold rose deeply dipped in pure 24-karat gold with petals in this unique and dazzling blue color that mimics the stars in the sky. Exclusively available at Steven Singer Jewelers. Real jewelers, real roses, really dipped in pure 24 karat gold with a real lifetime guarantee. It's always the number one Valentine's Day gift that lasts forever. 
It comes with your own free personal love note and ships fast and free to the real love of your life, your wife, daughter, or sweetheart. And it says, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's Famous Roses. Roses started only $59. Go right now to IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. I've mentioned it many times. He's the only one, and I tell him this to this day, and it makes him smile backstage at AEW. He's the only one that's ever got me locked out of my house. Yeah. I And I hung out with Tully a lot. He had this, uh, this navy blue brand-new Cadillac he drove around, and we were friends, and I hung out with him, Flair, and, and – uh, JJ and Arn a lot. Uh, and I, I really, I guess I could hang better than I can today, but Tully was my friend, but Tully, there was a, there was an arrogance about Tully that that was backstage too. So th- that arrogance was, was easily on display when he got into character mode or Tully Blanchard on camera mode. But one of the things that made him so great, I think I've mentioned this before was he may have been the best overall athlete we had. Right. He could do so many things. I mean, we've talked about this of, of at West Texas, you know, he wanted to play in the NFL at West Texas state. He was a, a great quarterback with a great quarterback rating. And, uh, he was just small. And so that attitude, you know, that because he wanted to play the NFL and he didn't, you know, he had that pissy attitude and his dad was a promoter and he ran a promotion, all those things combined. He was a great athlete made for just a great, great character on TV. Can you tell who's operating the camera behind JJ? Could you tell? I could not tell. I do not know who that was, but I, I do remember the face many, many times. He's, I don't, again, I, I think he was, I don't think he was a production personnel. Is that hypothetically? I don't know this. I'm just asking. Is that Peggy Lathan? It could be Peggy uh, came up. I'm came, saying came there in, in, in yeah. sitting in the corner over there by the post. No, that's not Peggy over there by the post. I know you're thinking, but that's not her, but, but Peggy did show up a lot now. Uh, you, Peggy Lathan's see, like the, the female JJ Dillon. I feel like Peggy and JJ have looked the same age forever. I, I don't, so. I, I don't know what Peggy looked like back then, but I just assumed she could be like the female JJ, you know, just those Persian cats keep her from aging. Right. I just <laughs> now over on the right, she's sitting over by herself on the right by the camera. Uh, and they took a, a cutaway shot of her earlier, I think during the flare interview. And you I said, said I know that girl. Yeah, that's right. That, that's, that's Rhonda. Tell us about and, Rhonda. Uh, Rhonda, um, uh, Rhonda was very good to us. Okay. No, I'm, I'm serious. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking sexual. I'm not, no, I didn't say anything. I said, okay. 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 She was very good to us. She always came to the airport to pick up guys. She and Love sometimes that. I would come in early. She would pick me up. She would drop me off at TBS. She would say, you want to stop and get some breakfast, stop and get a, uh, a Bojangles biscuit or something, and then take me to the studio, drop me off and go get somebody else. And she was always a nice lady and a young girl. And, uh, she went on, I, I saw her in, uh, a Boise, Idaho in back in the nitro days. Uh, and she'd grown up a great deal and, she, uh, she was, her nickname was Snow White. And why is that? Because I don't think she had much of a tan. Okay. I didn't know if there were like seven yeah. dwarves that followed her in the trunk. Or- <laughs> it could have been, but you know, I, it wasn't because she had cocaine or little people hanging out with her. No, 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 no. Snow or that White she was, 
Okay. But she, she just had this very, very, she was blonde and a very, very light complexion. And that's all there. There, She always was like, she, and she always did this. And I noticed this because I, I mean, we all knew Rhonda because she was so good to us. She always sit over there by herself with her hand leaning or head leaning on a fist. Like she was bored to tears out of this shit. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Just. Did you notice the, uh, the dusty had his own cheering section earlier? Yeah. How about that? man? And how great was it too? Oh man. Nice slingshot suplex yeah. that it was largely an African-American section. Yes, it was. You know, and you, you go back and you hear, you know, young African-American wrestlers who were kids watching this at the time. I mean, there was one probably shouldn't say their name, but there's a famous interview where he said, dusty Rhodes was like my TV dad. Right. You know, he was so revered and here's a second Ron Garvin interview. Do we need? Yeah. This is what I yeah. think the front confrontation is going to happen. We should probably track this one. No, Tony, I understand that I've got to take in this business and professional wrestling. You got to take, take your turn as it comes. And I know that I'm in line. There's a lot of people that want Ric Flair in 1986. Dusty Rhodes is one of them. And believe me, that makes it risky business for, for Ric Flair. But I'm one of them. So it's double risky because Ric Flair on the superstation right here, I prove to you and the rest of the world that I can take you. And I think I proved my point. Ronnie, I think all the people in the world know what you mean. And let's take a look at what he is talking about. Let's go back, take a look at Ronnie Garvin going up against the world champion. All right. <laughs> champion. Rick comes in. Miss. Garvin saw that one coming. Comes back Garvin. Holds on to the arm. Drops it out. Scissors. He's got him. Ronnie Garvin content with working on the upper part of the body, shoulders and neck muscles. Look at him. Whip it around. With the arm around. This stuff really makes me smile, man. Fair enough. Trying to come up. What do you remember about this day? This is from 85 here. I don't remember that much about it. Here he goes. Bends him over. Chop. Garvin comes right back. Oh, now toe to toe. And Flair goes down. Flair went right down. I'm going to kick your ball, buddy. Oh, the world heavyweight champion. He is upset. <laughs> Slowly gets back in, and I tell you what, toe to toe, Ronnie Garvey can go with anybody, David. Yes, he can. Fist of stone. Punch Remember that. Very cautious now. All right, Magic. This could work. Disadvantage of Ric Flair. He lets the fans upset him. God almighty. Mm. 
This is for the World Heavyweight Champion. Remember, for that prestigious gold belt, big belt, the championship. Yeah, that Conrad Thompson now owns that prestigious gold belt. Now, this is before that. Oh, it is? Yeah, this is still the Dome Globe. They haven't debuted oh, okay. it yet. They will about a month later. Well, there you go. <laughs> Oh, Flair is crafty, isn't it? Got the attention of the referee. Look here at him. Get by my Garvin. Get it again. Here he goes. Drop down. Elbow in the chest. Rolls over for the pin. Well, as a result of that that you saw back from December 28th of 1985, Ronnie Garvin, I mean, the cards and letters have been pouring in saying, yes, Ronnie Garvin, you can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the champion. Rick's saying he's the king of the rendezvous. Well, one day you'll have a rendezvous. I'll tell you something, Garvin. I'm you doing this. Don't be a son of TV. Who do you think you are? You stabble. My goodness. Rick Flair nails Ronnie Garvin. Dave. Take the Rolex off. <laughs> and he threw it to you and it fell on the floor. Right here on TV. <laughs> Takes Jeffers, throws him out. Rick Rossi. Rick Ross Garvin starts to pound away on him. Rights and left. Look at him chopping. Well, this is the angle of the show. Yeah, it is. This David Crockett's excitement makes it, buddy. Yeah. With his street shoes. Yeah, sir. to pound away on his street. Takes a referee, throws him out. <laughs> Hell of a bump by Pee Wee. <laughs> said, Rick said he's had enough. Rick has him up. Suplex, he's got him. He's that might be the best physical condition Flair was ever in. You know, you, you're, you're probably right. Look at this. Very cool. Did his old pin. I like it. Yeah. Hey, that's what Garvin does to his opponents. Now he's going to come back and talk to us, I'm sure, a bit. Why? I'm the world champion. And he got <laughs> no quitting Garvin, man. <laughs> and they're going at it now. It's Ronnie Garvin. Went right at it with Flair. And now they're back in the ring. <laughs> Look at him now. Garvin has it. Oh, the headbutt. It's like a chicken move. Rise him in. Even back then, Flair taking back bodies on the hill. Taking it on his side again. Yeah. Here come the goddamn horsemen. Motherfuckers. Arn Anderson just stole a car. Lock him up like a criminal. <laughs> oh god this is this is so good but now here's the question god almighty who's gonna make the save because somebody's gotta yeah somebody's gonna make the save. i i would think it would be well maybe not because they're gonna there he is be dusty here there sam you go. houston sam dusty. houston the american dream gonna grab arn he's going for arn arn's next 
He told you. Yeah, he told you. And here comes Magnum. <laughs> I love Ron looking for the little pose there. Yeah. You know, you asked me what I remember about the 28th of December. I, 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 I remember now what I remember about it. It was the, it, that was the day on that show that kind of made Ronnie Garvin. It did. That, that made him because of all those chops and everything Track it here. made him a top contender. Here we go again. But you got to show him a picture's worth a thousand words. You look at him. Are you drawing the conclusion? If I can't knock him out, he's out. out. Look at him. The world's champion. Coming out here and bragging. I told you it was risky business. You messed with the dream. Magnum TA, Rudy Garvey, still up. Sam Houston. And I'm going to tell you, we're ready. All right. The world champion is out. We'll be right back. By the way, Risky Business was the Tom Cruise movie from 1983. So it was a right. little more topical. You know, sure. everybody was familiar with that. Tom Cruise had taken right. over. Oh, here he is again. Arn Tully, JJ. With another one, James J. Dillon. Cheap shot's what it was. Cheap shot, and it took three or four of them to do it. Just like a pack of dogs, like a pack of wolves. Dusty Rhodes out here, Sam Houston out here, Ronnie Garvin out here, trying to degrade the world heavyweight champion. How high can you get? He's a man. He's the place everybody wants to be, and they're nipping. You know, the four horsemen of the alliance are trying to pick you guys off. I can see what's happening. I'll tell you what, you know, Tony Giovanni, there's no doubt that Garvin's got a fist of stone. But you know, you got Dusty Rhodes out here with that boot, right? That he doesn't have to wear. He doesn't have to wear it to kick people. Garvin's out here cheap shotting people on their interview time, trying to knock him out and prove that they should be the world's heavyweight champion. Well, Garvin, you're not the man that can beat the man. And he's part of the four horsemen. Flair, the Anderson brothers, and Tully Blanchard on professional wrestling. And if you four want to come out and attack somebody or one of us, that's fine. Get in a squared circle and do it like men face to face. I'm all the eyeball. Quit cheap shutting. I take this as a personal insult and a personal attack on my family. Now, if somebody smacked one of your babies, put him in a stroller, and ran him off the mountain, would you take it personal? Well, this is my family I'm talking about. First, there was Dolly. Now, there's Flair. Nobody can tell me a man can punch that hard. Garvin had something in his hand. And now they're talking about cages. Just remember one thing. The four horsemen are still intact. You see two of us standing here, and Tully Blanchard is considered family and my family. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's going to be a rebuttal, and somebody, I'm talking about somebody, is going terminal over this. Rick Flair carried out of here. Truck and got what's coming to him. Let's go to the ring. How about that Arn Anderson promo, dude? If someone took one of your babies... Smacked him in the face, put him in a stroller, and pushed him off. Would you take it personally? <laughs> I was a line of the show, man. How do you beat that? Yeah. And he then told he said David Crocker got what's coming to him because David kind of got in the line of fire there when uh, when when uh, Ronnie Garvin attacked Ric Flair from behind after Flair came to see us at the desk. That's tremendous, man. <laughs> And that's the type of Tully Blanchard interview was a good one, man. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Dude. Out of fired up. He, he, he worked earlier, uh, but you know, he didn't, uh, he, he got a time to take a breath and everything. And, uh, and he was fired. It was good stuff. That's Give everybody our time code. Let them know where we are. Okay. And Nikita is wrestling, uh, Jim Jeffers right now, I guess, Mac Jeffers. 
the Jeffers brothers, and he was looking at himself in the, I'm at 1843, 44. That's one hour, 18 minutes, 47, 46. I mean, 50, 51, two, three. Hey, real quick. I want to remind you, if you've got credit card debt, or if you're in a 30 year loan, save with Conrad.com can get you the best deal you've ever had. Can we get you a better interest rate on your mortgage? Absolutely. Can we help you pay your house off faster and keep roughly the same monthly payment? We do it all the time. What about credit card debt? Can we help you knock that out? 100%. We should mention we routinely help our listeners say five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. Find out how much money you can save right now for free. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. We're licensed in more than 40 states. So what are you waiting for? Hurry to save with Conrad.com. NLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Seriously, let me and my staff at First Family Mortgage help you get 2021 started right and save a boatload of cash at SaveWithConrad.com. It is time to get the perfect Valentine's Day gift. And here's what it is. A professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo, any photo, at a truly affordable price. That's Paint Your Life. And if you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you got to try PaintYourLife.com. Valentine's Day is coming up. And you want to do something special to celebrate it, so here's what you do. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until they get every detail just perfect. It's a quick and easy process. You get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. Send any picture, picture of yourself, your children, your family, your sweetheart, a cherished pet, anything, or combine photos into one painting. It makes the perfect Valentine's Day gift. At PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded. It's guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word WHEN, that's W-H-E-N, to 64000. That's WHEN to 64000. Text WHEN to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms again text when to 64,000 we just I said you, you should probably think about doing it I said I know you're the young bucks and I know you're a sensation but if you could do a hell of a promo man and then they've started doing a lot more yeah so, so but I, I just think I know I'm going on a tangent here about promos but I just think it was was tremendous as great as Nikita was Ivan was the promo guy right for that for that group and uh and the Kita was just the killer and did great shit like that. The Russian oh. sickle. Uh, you know, you saw Ivan do one earlier. They did not yeah. look like Nikita's my God. No, yeah. yeah. there it is. I think there was a part of, of Nikita S Koloff that was, uh, that didn't pull his punches. He didn't and get that, the memo that this is a no, work. No, he didn't. You're here to make it me did. look good. And if you have a problem with it, see you after the matches. All right, here we go. Was that JJ's handwriting or Dusty's? That's Dusty's. You going to pay for such a You see, they thought they had the Kolar family. They thought we could be able to keep the cup. They would lose it because they came out and injured Kosher Khrushchev. But Kosher Khrushchev will be back. But I went to 
Paul Jones, number one manager. And he be the, the type of person he is, a very destructive person, a very greedy person for glory, for the American dollars. We're able to purchase Baron Von Rasky. That's his rigging. Air Paul Jones, the genius manager, has given me to the Russians, and I'm going to serve them very well. Road Warriors, that's all you need to know. And we're going to see you next week on World Championship Wrestling. Hey, but fans, 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 okay. wait I want to see, I want to see this thing with Rod Garvin and Ric Flair. What, okay, we have a few. A I want to see Ric Flair laid out. I understand from Tommy Edwards. We have a few seconds. We're going to show. Ric yes. Flair going down. And David, this is a moment. This is a scene right here that all wrestling fans will remember the rest of their lives. Yikes. Because we talked about Ron Garvin and the man with the hands of stone. And we're going to see it in action right now. Okay. Ric Flair walking over. He has that shoe in his hand. It goes back. Looks over. You see Sam Houston? All right. There you see Dusty goes right by. Gets by that camera. Ric Flair. All right, now, Dusty grabs. Iron Anderson starts to wail away on him. Missed it again. Garvin <laughs> catches. They see it. Garvin just knocked Flair out. Out goes the stone. Out go the lights for the world heavyweight champion, like we said. Carried off. Out from the man with the hands of stone, Ron Garvin. We've said it before. Ron Garvin, one of the top contenders for the world heavyweight title. I think that proves it. We will see you next week on World Championship Wrestling. The action starts right here. Tony, what happened there? Was that was that little run in at the end? Was that planned, or was that them trying to fill time? Were you going off too early? Was it always? Yeah, we were we were going off too early. You could see that the timing at the end of the show. I don't know. I, I was kind of looking at. I was watching me. You could tell that I wasn't sure about where the time was. Yeah, y'all were chasing your own ass there. Exactly. And again. You've got inexperienced people, you know, uh, who are our stage managers and they probably don't know how to give me time cues correctly. Uh, and I'm not blaming them. I, sh I should have known, but I pitched it out early. And now David says, or they're saying, David, get in there and fill up some time. So yeah, we were, we were short. Well, let's also mention we, uh, we've got some cool stuff coming. We have, uh, been lucky enough and fortunate enough to sweet talk, Mr. David Crockett and to do in the occasional run in through our journey through 1986. All so right. we had such a great time with him right at the end of the year with our bonus episode where you, he, and I just talked thanks to Geico. And, uh, while I was down at the beach, I reached out to him, sort of gauged his interest. And to my surprise, he didn't just stone cold, shut me down. So, uh, look forward to more, uh, Tony and Crockett here in 2021. It's going to be a great year, man. I'm having such fun going down memory lane with you here in 1986. Brings back some great memories of, uh, wrestling when it was different, but wrestling when, even though it was different, it was good. And it brings back the time that, uh, you know, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, I wasn't making much money at all, but, uh, I, I really loved what I was doing. So, um, anyway, I, I want to, before we uh, sign off today, I, I do want to say something about someone who put something out there. Uh, and this is good. Conrad, this is not me, uh, shitting on people. Well, you, you do like to shit on people. Well, only when they shit on me first. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Molly bell who writes for fightful. Yeah. Did a blog on me. I'm going to put it on my Patreon page. Uh, and I, uh, told her, 
how much it meant to me. And, uh, it's, it's, it's long, it's written. It talks about my career and it would just, it just means a lot. It's very, very well written. I want to give a shout out to her and, and the, the people that fightful, uh, her, uh, her Twitter is at hells underscore bell, B E L L E 99 Molly bell. Great, right? Great job. Means a lot. It's worth reading. If you could, you'll find, you can find it on Twitter, you find it on my page on Twitter and you'll be able to find it on our Patreon page soon. So thank you, Molly, for that it means a lot. Makes me feel good about what I've been doing. Well, dude, we're so glad that you're back a part of our life and wrestling and you're having more fun than ever. And I hope that if you're listening to this, you're having more fun than ever because 1986 was a great time to be a wrestling fan. And it was a great time to be Tony Schiavone and it's a great time to be Tony Schiavone in 2021. And Tony recently, uh, won the announcer of the year award. Saw that floating around on social and man, I'm just, I'm thankful that you're back and having fun. And I'm really excited for another great year together. So am I Conrad, you know, this is our fifth season. Can you believe we started it? Our fifth season last week. So fifth season is now uh, two in the book. So yeah. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to you. Thanks to everybody who has made it work. Thanks to everybody who works on your staff, uh, in ad free shows. We've had a great time. I've, I've, I've not only have I, and, and then I'm telling you, this is important too. It's important to be able to, to provide for your family. I know that geez, I've scrapped and scraped and been able to do it all these years, stay in the same house 30 years, but it's also very important to, to make friends yep. and get to know good people. And we've done that. I think over the past five seasons. So thank you very much for all that. Well, boys and girls, we hope you've had fun today. I know I have, I can't wait to do it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day, 1986 is just a gift that keeps on giving man. And we're going to be back before you know it with another episode. Of course, you get all these episodes early and ad free over at adfreeshows.com, And of course, over at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday, tons of great bonus content. You pick the topics over there as well. Uh, and you've got some fun topics picked out for our bonus episodes this month, right, Tony? Yeah, we're going to go back and take a look at a raw. And we're also going to go back to the Sam Houston Coliseum in 1985. How about that? That's some old school shit right there, man. Old school. Good stuff right there. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash WHW. And don't forget WHW Monday. My apologies. And don't forget, you can see the video of Tony and I over at adfreeshows.com as well. Some more bonus content coming up. Uh, before you know it there as well, but 1986, man, we'll be back next week. But Tony right now looks like it's about that time. Yeah. Arne Anderson looks at me and says, Tony Shimani, if someone would take one of your babies and slap them in the face and put them in a stroller and throw them off the hill, you'd be pissed off. And I say, yeah, but they could do Lois that way. It'll be fine. We're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on what happened when we come to you Wednesdays on Westwood one, but Mondays we come to you on. Patron, patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Steven's brand new deep Navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dip. Twinkle, twinkle rose is here, but time is already running out because the brand new color sells out each year. Don't miss out. Imagine on Valentine's day when she opens this really cool gift box and out slides a blue rose trimmed in gold. You know, the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets and you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. It's breathtaking. Go now to see this real 24-karat gold rose deeply dipped in pure 24-karat gold with petals in this unique and dazzling blue color that mimics the stars in the sky. 
exclusively available at Steven Singer Jewelers. Real jewelers, real roses, really dipped in pure 24 karat gold with a real lifetime guarantee. It's always the number one Valentine's Day gift that lasts forever. It comes with your own free personal love note and ships fast and free to the real love of your life, your wife, daughter, or sweetheart. And it says, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's Famous Roses. Roses started only $59. Go right now to IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Hey, before we get out of here, I want to remind you that at SaveWithConrad.com, we don't just help people refinance. We can help you buy your dream home. But don't take my word for it. Check out Mickey. That's right. Mickey James from WWE. She and her husband, the NWA world champion, Nick Aldis, went to SaveWithConrad.com. We hooked them up and they left us this five-star review. Conrad and his entire team were amazing. We found the perfect house and they worked so hard to make it a reality. So grateful. I would suggest them to anyone looking to buy a home, refinance, or upgrade their existing home. If you want someone who will work hard for you, this is your team. Thanks guys. Mickey. No, thank you, Mickey. We appreciate you and Mr. Aldous putting your faith and confidence in us. And we're going to treat you guys listening at home right now, the exact same way. We're hooking up all the stars and you can be our next success story. I want to remind you with the interest rates lower than ever, that means your buying power is at an all time high. What's that mean in layman's terms? You can get a bigger, nicer, better house with a cheaper monthly payment than ever before. Find out how easy it is to get started right now at SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And by the way, if you don't qualify right now, we're going to get you a battle plan to show you how to qualify later this year. But you need to start right now at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And did I mention we're licensed in more than 40 states? Step one to getting into your dream home, SaveWithConrad.com.